0: Welcome to Cabot Coverage, the podcast where three sisters and a beloved family friend discuss the crime-solving adventures of mystery novelist Jessica Fletcher on Murder, She Wrote. I'm Susanna. I'm Megan. I'm Glynis. And I'm Ashley. And this week we're discussing Southern Double Cross, which is episode 20 from season 12, and originally aired on the 4th of April, 1996. Our writer for this episode is Mark A. Burley. He's written eight episodes And the only other episode we've watched that he's written is Northern Explosion. So in this episode, Jessica has traveled to Kookaburra Downs, Australia, because she's there for Eamon McGill day, Eamon McGill being her great, great uncle. I think her grandmother's brother from Ireland, who apparently had moved to Australia and bought up a ton of land in Kookaburra Downs. And, Mm. So there is a whole area called McGill Valley. Little does Jessica know that McGill Valley is being fought over by the townsfolk. The council mayor and hotel owner, Tim Jarvis, played by Nick Tate wants to sell the Valley to orbit mining company representatives, Nicholas Derby played by Spencer Garrett and Rhonda Brock played by Lisa Dahr. This is because in two days time, the, a uh, trust that was leasing McGill Valley to the local, sh- local sheep herders, uh, sheep farmers, I suppose, is going to revert back to the town unless there is an heir to keep the trust going. Um, and Jessica has been asked to come to Kookaburra Downs to see if she's the heir, but she doesn't know which way she's going to go. Leading up the sheep farmers is Melba Drummond, played by Bryony Beh- Behetz, and she's also on the council. And she does not want Jessica to give up the trust. She wants it to continue to lease to the farmers because if the mining company get it, they're going to detonate in um, the valley and they won't be able to use it anymore as grazing land for their sheep. So you might think, oh, that's quite a similar premise with the mining company is Northern Explosion. Well, guess what? The, he wrote both of these episodes. So there we go. Um, mm-hmm. So because Thanks. this is a 90s episode, we can't just have the mayor and the council member. We got to have their pain in the butt sons to be included in this mix. So one is Donald Jarvis played by Kendra Hughes, who is a gambler and kind of local troublemaker. And the other is Melba's son, Rue Drummond, who's played by Peter Lavin, who seems to be kind of a nice guy, although also a little bit of a hothead who likes animals and likes being a sheep farmer and all this sort of stuff. Also in the mix is librarian John Molin, played by Donald Burton. He's helping Jessica look up her ancestry, and he's the one who drops the bomb that Ava McGill actually ended up being hung for, I think it was robbery, wasn't it? Something like that. Um, So they still, he's a local legend because he's sort of viewed as a Robin Hood of Kookaburra Downs. John has a daughter called Linda Molin, played by Sophie Formica. And Donald and Rue are basically kind of fighting over her, sort of. So Donald's her ex-boyfriend and Rue wants to be her boyfriend. Also here is um, our local cop, Sergeant Colin Baxter, played by Alistair Duncan, and a loan shark from Brisbane called Boyd Hendricks, played by Trevor Goddard, who Donald owes money to. So the episode begins, we see a car chasing down a man with a briefcase and eventually, that yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, you're right. An attaché case. <laughs> Thank,
1: <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you corrected you yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Um. Yeah, I thought we talked about this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that guy gets shot and killed, and it turns out that guy was actually her lawyer, Jessica's lawyer, who had yeah. brought her to Cuckoo Bird Downs. So, as Jessica's spending time in the town, she's sort of thinking that the, that the sheep farmers, herders should get the, get the land. And she doesn't really want it to go to the mining company because she doesn't believe in their environmental disasters that they've caused. So as time goes on, we see Donald and Rue fight a bit over Linda. And then Donald calls Jessica and says, I have evidence for you to show that um, you are... The uh, ancestor, and that you, sh- uh, sorry, not the ancestor, the in- inheritor, and you should get the valley. And then he is found hanging in the stables. And people think at first that he's killed himself because of his gambling problem, but then you find out that he was actually murdered. Anyways, long story short, what happened was it was actually Tim Jarvis who killed the lawyer because he wanted to see the deal go through with the mining company and he accidentally killed donald but then set it up to make it look like a suicide so that um he wouldn't be implicated but why he'd done all this was he'd wanted the money from the mining company to help clear donald's debts Um, and he thought that this would be a way to do it and in the end jessica's pleased because she's given the land she's leased the land back to the people with the sheep and they decide to rename Amon McGill Day Jessica Fletcher Day because mm. she's sorted it out for them. Now there are a number of fun facts for this episode. The first off IMDb, the are first
1: being—I <laughs> mean, this is
0: like one of the last episodes of the show.
1: I know. I know, which is, is sort it? of
0: crazy. Yeah, so it's the twentieth episode in the twelfth season, I think. There might be, there's either 22 or 24 episodes in the 12th season, which means this is one of the last. So the first is contrary to popular belief, Foster's beer is hard to find in Australia as it is not one of the more preferred beers. There is Foster's beer all over the place in this episode. They are drinking Foster's by the fistful. The next one is very careful effort was made to not show car number plates and drivers close up in the cars as to not give away that almost all vehicles were from the U.S., i.e. left-hand drive, not right-hand drive, as would be found in
1: Australia. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: The next is the title is a play on words for the constellation Crux, commonly known as the Southern Cross, which is visible in the Southern Hemisphere, which I didn't know. That was why this was called that. And then last but not least, although set in Australia, no filming
1: took place. (laughs) and I'm going
0: to open this episode with some controversial stuff. So obviously there's two main Australian soap operas, oh, okay. Neighbors and Home and Away.
1: Yeah.
0: Now they both air in the UK semi-regularly. And <laughs> this is so bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and on Home and Away, there's a character called Alf. And he's always saying the line, stone the flaming crows. But he says it was a very heavy Australian accent, which I will try to replicate for you. It is going to be very bad. So apologies to all of our Australian listeners because this is going to be terrible. (laughs) But he
1: he goes, (laughs) goes,
0: I can't do it. (laughs) He's like, do it.
1: Do it.
0: Extend like, the flame, <laughs> like I remember the first time I heard it, and I was like, "That is the craziest thing I've ever heard somebody say on television." Like, what is, what does he say? And it like, it's just like an expression, like he does say, but it's like the most Australian sounding thing. Anyways, when this episode opened and we met Tim Jarvis.
1: All I could think of was
0: Alf. <laughs> like, this is like how I've
1: now got. it. Tim into- Jarvis is the mayor, right? Yes.
0: I believe the only one, you said he was the only one that was actually Australian, Him right? And the
1: girl that was trying to get into vet school. Yeah. She was Australian? Yeah, those were the only two. Gosh, I'm surprised she was because
0: her accent felt quite sort of subtle, but maybe that's because it was a real one. Yeah, yeah right.
2: I
1: mean, Everyone else was either <laughs> British or American, but uh, but the two two of those people were supposed to be American. So, yeah, three of them, yeah. Jessica. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. But yeah, the <laughs> the guy that played the police officer. So, and now I'm going to alienate our Scottish fans. He was the second. He was a played on the show Taggart. He was the main guy's, like his partner. There's been a murder. All right, I'll, yeah, Susan, did you want to do it? No. <laughs> but then <laughs> when we, Linus and I were out in York and we met these Scottish guys, and I was like, I can't hold this in. I was like,
2: I know she turned to me. She's like, I'm going to talk to them
0: about Taggart. I was like, don't. And then two seconds later, just like, do you guys watch Taggart? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but Taggart? you know what? They, they totally did. I mean, it's a great show. It's a really dark show. Well,
0: it's set in Glasgow in like the 90s. The 80s. It's like 80s and 90s. It ran until the yeah. mid 2000s, I want to say. A long time. The guy died and they kept running it. Yeah, like, oh. I mean, he
1: yeah it's it's a great show but yeah it's real dark but yeah and he used to be in real life was married to the wife the woman that played the wife on breaking bad for a long time but they got divorced oh yeah sorry fun facts (laughs) does he is he so he's from scotland he's scottish yeah
0: I mean, his accent wasn't terrible.
1: It was a little stiff. I just, that character, it's, this is not a just full disclosure, not one of my favorite episodes. Although in the rewatch, I didn't mind it as much as I thought I did. Um, I just kept expecting his character to be bad. Like I thought he I, was yeah. the bad guy for the whole, like most of the time. Me too. And I've
0: seen this before and I was like... I have too, but it just...
1: Is that who I guessed? No, no. I guess the bookie. Oh, right. I mean, re-watching it, I was like, this actually isn't that bad of an episode. But for some reason before, it was one I always skipped. I was like, I don't like it.
0: It's funny because it's not so dissimilar in kind of (laughs) failing authenticity of like the ireland ones but for some reason i just love the ireland ones and i don't know if it's because we get more cozy sweaters or the more pubs or something where it feels a little bit like warmer and in the way they treat the characters is a little bit warmer and this one it is like rough everything's rough the bar looks <laughs> grim as anything she sat there drinking these like coffees in the middle of this bar that looks like it's covered in a layer of dust and you're like I guess they're trying to show us like Australia like it's dusty I guess but then they go out to the area where it's meant to be where the guy gets chased out it's all green and you know it's like obviously shot in LA in the hills of Santa Clarita <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it, it's just a funny way to set the tone of the show where you're like Cause there are warm people, like Melba's nice, you know. And it's like, but it just doesn't have that. Maybe it is all the sweaters. I don't know.
1: I don't. It. I mean, I'll say it felt like it was (laughs) written by someone who didn't know like a ton of uh, Australia, (laughs) and so then they just threw in all the things they could think of that you know, like I mean, the costumes is a real giveaway yeah the wallaby or kangaroo whatever that was She's like oh, well, oh, it yeah. was a wallaby oh, sorry, sorry. I, like- they're <laughs>
0: petite kangaroos <laughs> sorry, sorry, she had her face right up next to that animal's face and i was like that <laughs> thing is gonna bite your face off
2: <laughs> and like the guy wearing the handkerchief like, <laughs> like the- well and then at the bar and I can't remember exactly where it was, but there was like a pan from the bar to the table where Jessica was sitting drinking the coffee. And there's a kangaroo wine holder. Yes. Yes. And for, and in it, its pouch is where you put the wine. I
1: mean, actually, now I kind of want. Something well like yeah that. i mean of yeah. course but it was
2: like really i was just <laughs> noting all the ways where they were just like subtly letting you know that they're in australia
1: yeah it was all yeah. it was just <laughs> and then they like some of the accents weren't that great and i think glenn played pointed like when the little kid runs in to make Ugh. that announcement, he's, like, clearly British.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. he walked in, and I wrote down he had a chimney accent. Yeah. He was like, he's, <laughs> like, oi, guys. <laughs> yeah.
2: I wrote that child's accent. It's, like, a community theater play. Yeah, yeah, it's it real was, bad. I, it's like rough to me. And I think of- that kid was in other stuff.
0: Loads of stuff. I mean, the thing is, it's <laughs> Wait, not the what? kid's fault. Yeah. It's not the kid's fault. No, it's not the accent kid's bad fault. is bad. But it's like, also, Ash, I'm glad you brought up the wine holder because I understood the premise of it, that the wine was in the kangaroo's pouch. But right. the way that kangaroo was holding it, it, to me, it looked fairly... Uh, sexually graphic and i was like this is too it was in the foreground for ages and i was like yes. Yes, i find that yes,
2: yes.
0: yeah i just said i just sent a photo that's of- it
2: that's it yeah 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 no this kid the kid who ran in was like in um uh kindergarten cop and like a few other stuff oh okay. yeah
0: God, Kindergarten Cop's so good. It is,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Boy. (laughs) Oh, I know. He's a little
0: freckly redheaded kid. He's cute. But he, you're right, Megan. It is written by somebody who has like never stepped foot in Australia. Because the truth (laughs) is, is like, if I was writing something set in Australia, it probably would look pretty similar to this. Yeah, (laughs) of course,
1: it would take place in Cuckoo Bear Downs. Like, duh, you know. (laughs)
0: You're right. And also the biggest like thing was the fact that the boy's name was Rue. And it's like because I guess kangaroos are like big in Australia, like you name your child after like the <laughs> yeah. local
1: animal. I am so dumb. Like I thought it was Rue as in R-U-E, like Rue <laughs> like, even. No, he's named, like, it didn't his even... name's Kangaroo Drummond Megan. He's <laughs> <It's his laughs>
0: kangaroo. <laughs> right. And um, he's like they're so Australian, like it's like we are so Californian that all of our children will be called Grizzly and
1: like. I don't
0: know what else? Grizzly.
1: Yeah, it was definitely. I mean, again, it wasn't as kind of bad as I remembered. Sure,
2: sure, but sure,
1: sure. it um, it's definitely not a favorite. Also, Glennis kept just being like, "Oh man, this is really dark." it yeah. is dark and when you it find out dark. what happens like, it's like and
2: i mean come on yeah
1: i mean that is rough and that he it was like kind of an accident and then he made it look like suicide is pretty dark
0: yeah like oh well, that yeah that really like he was like so horrified when it happened and then to like prop up his dead son that he killed on accident. Yeah, It
1: was. Mm.
0: That whole bit with the dad was really sad. And like also the bit where he sat in the uh, police station and Jessica's like, you can't blame yourself for this. This is when they think Donald killed himself. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, I raised him myself. So, you know, who who else can you blame? And Jessica kind of nods like, yeah, well, (laughs) Right, like point taken. It's like Jessica, just, just like, like it just all feels so harsh. And then I guess later you realize like he meant he had done it. You know, it was yeah. his fault. So it's like, yeah. right? But it is really sad. I you have you have this sort of like love story though in the mix, which is kind of nice. I mean, I, you want better for um, Linda than. A handkerchiefed man and (laughs) like you know, like a full-grown man throwing fits all over the place. But it's like, like she's going to vet school; like she's getting out of here. (laughs) It's
1: okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I yeah, and then I was like, oh, is her dad bad? It was just I was all over the place with this episode. Why did the dad show up at the end?
0: Was that an accident? Do you know when she's revealing that it's Tim that's that's the murderer, the librarian shows up first?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think it was just a, you know, it was a red herring, I guess. Mm.
0: Isn't that right, Tim?
1: Tim's like, wait, what? <laughs> what He's
0: like, oh, how'd <laughs> you know I was here? <laughs> I was hiding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> but I have to say, I really enjoyed the opening scene. And um, Glennis and Susanna I, and I watched this together, but I was laughing at Susanna's commentary. I mean, she's like oh no we have another driverless car <laughs> <laughs> and when you said that that guy was nimble as hell <laughs> just, like running down the hill and like falling down the hill basically
2: yeah that i mean
1: he flew he jumped off of a thing and like spread eagle out yeah, carrying <laughs> the briefcase in a suit like <laughs> on and that scene lasted for yeah, it definitely made me laugh. Like it was just so crazy kind <laughs> of. And obviously I was into it because it was it was really good. But oh my gosh, it was wild. I <laughs> enjoy I did enjoy the opening
0: and also just like it was fun to have like an action-y thing happening. And although then, you know, when you see the car later. Although maybe you wouldn't like Tim is probably the last person you'd suspect really once Donald dies. So it is unsurprising. I mean, well, it's surprising I to assume
1: that like Donald was going to knock out his dad basically.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think he, I think what it, what it was was he was trying to He was probably also trying to take blame for the council misspent, you know, to explain that away so the dad wouldn't get in trouble for, you know what I mean? I think he thought that it had all gone a bit far and also to try to not, you know, because his dad was now forced to help the mining company because they were blackmailing him about the um, embezzlement. Right, right. And so maybe Donald thought he was helping to kind of sort, sort that out not realizing that the whole reason the dad was doing any of this was to try to get him out of financial trouble with the loan
1: shark yeah I know it is really sad I mean it's all it was all kind of sad and maybe that's why I didn't it's not one of my ones that I would rewatch a bunch no but I'm also very curious for age, nothing but a number. For some of these people, like Rue, and then Donald. So I don't have an age for Donald. No, but
0: I'll try to find one through my, one of my other means. But I, I yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't have an age for him. Um,
1: yeah, because I was like, well, we can get into it later. Oh, yeah, about yeah weather. <laughs> Whether Rue is a Jonathan. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
0: honestly, (laughs) his temper, but it's not even, he's not like angry, but he's like, everything annoys him right away. So it's like, she asks him about stuff and he's like, "Ah," and you're like, she's trying to help you. Come on. And so when she's confronting him and the mom about the fact that he was out at the, I can't, it's like, they call them like the sacred lands or something like that. I can't remember what they called them. And she goes, well, I did find some pistachio nuts up there. Oh, and yeah. like, oh,
1: you got me. Like, oh, and it's all I mean, nuts. It's so sad that that's like his, <laughs> his defining.
2: <laughs> the red pistachios.
1: Yeah, I mean, I love pistachios. I did a deep
2: dive on red pistachios, though. Did you? Yeah. What, what did, did you, you find? find? They don't make them anymore. <laughs> okay. Um, I was like, is he eating berries? Like, what's he eating? (laughs) They've gone the
1: way of the barbitals. Yeah, they look like goji berries or
2: something like that. Um, No, they used to dye them red because they were, they were, before the U.S. started producing pistachios, they were um, produced overseas predominantly in, like, the Middle East and then sent over and sometimes they would have like discoloration or thing, like natural. They weren't bad or anything. But mm. what they started doing was dying them red so you couldn't see any of the discoloration on the pistachios. Mm. And then um, and I think it was just because the length of time it took to ship them. So then when they started making them in the US, they didn't need to dye them and they phased it out. Interesting. Okay. Okay, oh that's weird.
0: I know. When she picked it up, I was like, is that a giant like tablet of bufferin or something? <laughs> right. All right. Your beloved bufferin. My bufferin. It's the only thing that helps. It's the <laughs> Apparently, there's a scene in The Naked Gun where he's eating red pistachios. <laughs> really? Now, is on the red pistachios. We're all doing oh, our deep dive is. research.
2: Yeah, the article I read was from The Kitchen or something like that. So yeah. I don't know if that's accurate. Another story said that someone wanted to distinguish their pistachios from other people's pistachios. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... With all of that what you may.
1: <laughs> when Jessica finds out that Amon McGill was hung, she says, Good heavens. <laughs> With that <laughs> photo. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got a glamour shot in this. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. Do we get a glamour shot? Was that a glamour shot? I mean it, yeah, it's it's just the a- hanging? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're, right. you're right. Maybe that's not the most accurate description we'll it. tells it. though. <laughs>
0: I like when she says that, and then she goes, Uncle Eamon? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh,
1: tisk. tisk. Uncle Eamon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this whole episode is so weird.
0: And then you have the, like, Americans, the, like, yeah. mining company Americans, and you're like, oh, God, these I two. do like when
1: she schools that lady, though, and she's like, I don't really want to be affiliated with you know, a company that has been involved with a bunch of natural.
0: Yeah, that yeah,
1: good. that Bastard. was good.
0: Yeah, I like when Nick said, the unstoppable meets the immovable. Yeah, <laughs> I, that, was, that was my one of three notes that I had written down. With <laughs> it's a good line. It is a good line. Um, yeah, because that doesn't really, come to anything essentially
1: wait wait, and really quick do do we know how the lawyer got out there like in his suit running through
0: (laughs) so what happened was Rue was gonna meet him out there to get the evidence from him but I don't know how Tim figured out that he was gonna be must have overheard Rue saying it or something but yeah I mean (laughs) It was so rough.
1: It was so rough, and then he shot him in the back. It's like, I mean, uh, right, and then just left him in the, yeah, In the bushes. It was, yeah, but I just was impressed. His suit looked like good the whole time, even though he was like rolling down those hills. <laughs> I mean, good. like it was, it was pretty wild, but very entertaining. It was a very
0: like typical 90s with this like 8,000 things going on. And you have the like yeah. the mining company. You've got the love story. You've got um, the council stuff. You've got Jessica and her genealogy. And it's like, of course, Jessica's just walked into a situation where she owns this whole town. And it's up to her to decide what happens to it and it's like I guess they're just lucky that she's gonna pick the thing that doesn't include the mining company getting the land but it's like (laughs) you know I I don't know and she's she immediately takes Melba's side without sort of I guess she just does not want to side with the mining company which I suppose
1: is fair enough yeah I think which, yeah, that doesn't... Yeah, joining with a mining company doesn't really seem like...
0: No, that's not a Jessica move. No. <laughs> no. Um, okay, should we go through the beats? Sure. Thunder weather. no. Secret doors, closet, hiding. So we had stable hiding. hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. From yeah. Tim. Tim. <laughs> Poisoning, <laughs> bludgeoning. The lawyer was shot and Donald... Well, I suppose Donald had his neck... Broken accidentally.
1: I know. Ooh. Pretty dark. Oh, God. I
0: know. And you see it too. It's like yeah, uh, super rough.
1: It is rough. Uh,
0: phone wire cut. No. She's shaking. Um Donald sort of shakes Linda, I think, or something. Yeah. I can't remember if that actually happens if he grabs her. Um he like does something,
1: he like gooses her, right? Yeah. Something and the dad's like, okay, why you don't have to deal with that anymore? I thought it was yeah. over. So yeah, wind
0: window peep, we had a Jeep peep. Yep. Cop, classic yeah. Jeep peep. Classic Jeep. Classic Jeep. <laughs> Quite a <laughs> few Jeep peeps, actually. Um fake name ID. No. The fuzz slash cop quirk. We have Baxter and he's like fussy, but he's got a sad backstory that I don't know. He never really warmed to him. He's just sort of a. Wait, what was his sad backstory? That his wife and child were killed by in a hit and run. Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So he. This is why he's moved to this community, but where everybody kind of seems to hate him. I. I don't know. Cop chemistry and no. Businessy business. I put inheritance.
1: Yeah, inheritance that, laws. Yeah. Um,
0: age ain't nothing but a number. So we have a lot of people in this episode. So the boy was 12. <laughs> John Molin the librarian, was 62. Uh, the mining company representatives, Rhonda was 33 and Nicholas was 33. The lone shark, Boyd, was 34. Melba was 45 and Tim was 54. Oh, annoyingly, I couldn't get an age for either Rue or Donald, as it turns out. Linda was 25.
1: Let's see if we can. I because I was concerned that Rue and Donald were like older than. So that's what I wrote down and I couldn't.
2: Yeah. But if if the information's not there, it's not there. Yeah. No, no,
0: that's true. So Rue, if he if this is right, Rue would have been 32 so he would have been uh how old to
2: be walkabout men
0: yeah yeah and 13 years younger than the actress that plays his mother
1: oh yeah
0: Yeah.
1: that was another concern i had yeah
0: and kendrick hughes (laughs) yeah i don't think anybody's put in age for him uh so yeah so i guess rue was 32 Linda was 25. I mean, that's not too bad, but he is a little bit old for his mother to be still saving for his college fund. (laughs)
1: Potentially. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You can go to college at any age, but it just felt like he'd already committed
0: to being on the farm.
1: Yeah. No, but that wasn't his dream, you know? Yeah. No, that was her dream (laughs) for him. Okay.
0: Um, So the Jonathan scale. Now... (laughs) I think you could make a fairly solid argument for Rue or Donald. Yes. Agreed. But I think Rue more so because Donald actually was bad. I mean, in parentheses, like not to, but he had, he was a bit more menacing towards Linda. He sort of was, even though he tried to do the right thing in the end, whereas Rue was not bad, But just crazy annoying.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And like, I don't, yeah, I I, Rue jumps out as to me as the Jonathan.
0: I agree. Yeah. I think with Rue also, he did make out with Linda eventually, but he did it like over a wallaby, which felt really that they're yeah. in australia they? yeah yeah you, we only kiss over wallabies. Right. <laughs> or maybe a kiss over a wallaby doesn't count you're yeah. right yeah yeah <laughs> um these days uh rue and linda so obviously rue would like linda for a long time and i guess in, because of what she says to him i guess you're meant to think she likes him too so why she would have been with Donald all that time, I don't know. Um petite feet, no. Glamour shots, Aiden McGill <laughs> getting hung for Yeah. I mean, robberies. Yeah. <laughs> a bit grim. Um smooches, yep, a big one. We have a Linda and Rue smooch <laughs> over a wallaby. Um <laughs> the bloody hands i mean yeah like donald hanging from the rafters of the stable is pretty good yeah. yeah and then finding out
2: later that it was his father okay. and there was a bloody cut oh yeah the nail cut
0: on his hand like gouged out i, was yeah. like, I think he didn't need stitches for that like She's like, I noticed you had a cut on your hand. It's like, no kidding. That cut is like four inches long. <laughs> <laughs> um, familial ties. I said, yes, we've got an Eamon McGill link. Uh, so yeah, sort yeah. of a family thing. Eyes closed, head shake. Yeah, we yeah. definitely had one of those.
1: All right. Fave outfit. Worst outfit. Megan. Fave outfit. Jessica wore a striped jacket. That I really like. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: yeah, I think I have to give it to Rue's handkerchief. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> no! I feel bad about it, but it was so cool though. <laughs> <laughs> Glynis, what do you think? Mine were the same. I really like Jessica's black and black and white jacket.
0: Ashley, what about you? Oh wait, sorry, Glennis, did you have a worse outfit?
2: The handkerchief ah
0: yes bandana bandana mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> ashley what do you think um i like the striped jacket i also like the khaki jacket with like a teal plaid shirt and jeans mm. i think she wore um and more outfit it would be that wine holder with the kangaroo pouch <laughs> That's the that's
0: the correct answer. <laughs> a fave outfit for me. I liked all the rancher hats. I thought those were cool. Those yeah. sort of Australian style rancher hats. Um, and she had a very lovely brooch on when she was wearing the jean jacket. She had that kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it. that sort of crisscrossing pattern that I thought it was very pretty. Um, my worst outfit was Rhonda had a big buckle belt that I did not care for where all the big buckles went all the way around her waist. And I didn't <laughs> Oh, like you know that. what? I really
1: yeah. kind of like that.
2: <laughs> well, and you like the wine holder, so. Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: yeah I don't know. <laughs> Ashley's right. We're different, Megan.
2: We are. I, is, I actually
1: didn't mind that. Um, I kind of liked it. Okay. So biggest I'll get hunk. you one.
0: <laughs> Ashley, who is your biggest hunk? Oh my gosh. The wallaby. Glennis, <laughs> <laughs> what about you?
2: Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that was a tough one. What's this one called?
1: Hi Glennis. <laughs> <So there's- laughs> oh, Oh wow,
2: Southern <laughs> Doublecross. Megan, what
1: about you? While Glennis is researching, oh, I know who I know who your biggest hunk was, Glennis. Oh yes, the Lone Shark. Oh yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I just yeah. needed a refresher. Okay, And am no, not no, no. the yeah. You know what?
1: I, yeah, I didn't know really who to pick, but yeah, the Lone Shark was handsome. Yeah, okay. I
0: um. <laughs> I'd written down Melba. I thought
2: Melba was cute. She was cute. Yeah. Like Melba Toast or is that a name? Is it a, is it a legitimate? Is it a name? It is. It is. But okay, that, okay. yeah, that okay. is another. I thought it was a whole Rue thing all over again. Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: You, you know what that belt, by the way, the Rhonda belt reminded me of is, do you remember that SNL sketch where Lucy Lawless is playing Stevie Nicks? And she's doing an ad for this TV mix, Taqueria. (laughs) 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 She's got a big black floaty outfit on and it feels like she wore a belt that looked a lot like that (laughs) for that sketch. Um, Okay, JB Burns. Um, Ashley,
2: what do you think?
1: I don't have any.
2: I had two things written down. One is... um, he references the the librarian references like ever since i got your facts and that just made me laugh because i was like she's faxing australia um and then the other one was i have this written down and i don't know if this was a quote or me saying something to my notes which is sheepmen are crawling all over town <laughs> that was it it just sounded great i don't know why i wrote it down no idea but there we go <laughs> Megan, what about you? JB Burns? Mm.
1: I think the only one I really had, it's not a burn, it's just a quote, it was when she says, good heavens, about Eamon Miguel. but otherwise, I didn't really have any burns. Mm-hmm. Glennis, what about you?
0: No, well, just the one that we already talked about, the unstoppable meets the um, unmovable. So I had written down, I think, two... One, the librarian says about the cop, he calls him a snotty English twit. I think at one point. So I thought that was a good burn. Um, And then Jessica, sorry, not Jessica, the cop later. <laughs> this isn't really a burn. It's just silly when he's matching Rue's toggle to his coat because his toggles come off and was found at the crime scene. The, the cop goes perfect match, Cinderella.
1: <laughs> made me laugh.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, favorite guest star, uh
1: Megan. What do you
0: think? Favorite guest star?
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: The wallaby. I mean,
1: yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's go with the
2: wallaby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ashley, what about you? Wallaby. I'd say the wallaby and I'd say um, just like a special thank you to, to Nick Tate for um, <laughs> that creative recreation of Australia and all those accents you probably had to be around. Yes. Weren't accurate. Do you think that he was like
0: on set also as a consultant where they're like, Nick, does this sound like Australian? <laughs> no, enough? Yeah, and, totally, yeah. and he's like, oh God. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. It's okay. But, yeah. You know, gotta." Got yeah. to- <laughs> Glennis, what about you? Who's your favorite guest star? Yeah. The Wallaby. I mean, so I put Melba as my favorite guest star and she was of the group probably the funnest to watch but you loved a bit of melba
1: you do well
0: i think what it is is i like when jessica is with women not that i mean 45 isn't old but like older women within the community like there's something about that where it's like that's like always kind of a fun dynamic and she was the only one in the episode that had any kind of lightness to her because even like linda wasn't like heavy duty but she had this kind of toxic thing going on with her ex-boyfriend and had kind of no personality beyond just this desire to go to vet school and so it was like nice to have somebody that had like a little bit of an night we had a little bit of an idea of who they were without it just being incredibly sad and dark which is what it was like for the jarvis mm-hmm. family anyways Glennis's guess. Glennis, do you remember wait did, yeah okay the wallaby everybody else on the wallaby okay glenis's guess. who did you guess i guess the lone shark boyd we cannot yeah. have an episode of anything said in Australia and not have somebody called Boyd in it. That's like <laughs> boy That's a law. Yes, yeah, so I guess that that was wrong. I mean, there's, there would have been no way that I would have guessed the father. No. I mean, I tried to give you a, a hint, but it didn't, And I, I don't think well, you remember that. Well, you know, that. my attention was some real high, high scores. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, for one, blame you guys. You set the bar, you, you made me think that it was gonna be not a great one, and then we were right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is a shame because i feel like in australia you could have a lot of fun with something and this just really isn't a very fun it really isn't episode i mean no. because you could go to like you could go to the tennis you could go to the beach you could you know there's like so many things you could have done i mean you could have had it be a killer spider that somebody finds. God, I just watched a broken wood the other day where it was spider venom. I know that's New yeah. Zealand, not Australia, but it's like the possibilities there. Right. A lot of fun. But, anyways, I, uh, okay, Glynis, we now have to guess what you, oh, yes, yeah, to put Boyd, that was wrong, but yes, you weren't going to guess the dad. No way. So it was a shock reveal. It was, yeah. That okay. mean that I'm going to give it a higher score. Okay, okay. <laughs> um. Overall ranking for Glynis. No, no, no.
1: I Megan and Ashley.
0: What, really two? That's my guess. I'm going to say three, but I think I'm wrong. I don't know, Glynis, what did you put? Oh, <laughs> Yeah,
1: I just had a bad feeling.
0: So this is up there with uh what did we watch that you hated? Um, sorry. The one in um, New Orleans. Dead Eye. Yeah. No, not the it was. Um, oh no, that Miami. one. That one was what a three or four. Which one was Dead Eye? The one with the JFK assassination. Oh yeah, that one. was... Wait,
1: dead. Susanna, what did you give the one with um, Ricardo Montalban?
0: A two. <laughs> I'm going to, at some point, I will, I keep meaning to do this and not having time, go through our stats of the yeah. worst performing, yeah. best performing episodes. I mean, it's hard because like the ones that we watched at the beginning, I mean, I I was probably a little bit more conservative with my scores. Mm-hmm. There's some that I would have given higher scores to, not all lower, but it is. it would be interesting to see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know I've asked you this before, but like now that we've watched over 75 episodes of the show, made you watch 75 episodes of the show. Is there an episode that not without thinking about the score, but that you sort of remember fondly more than the others that you remember enjoying watching? <laughs> 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 Uh, (laughs) honestly like a lot of times I get so tired by the time that we're watching them but sometimes they blur together but there's some that I've laughed at that have been silly but I I don't really remember what they're about or their names I mean this is tough stuff but you might remember like when we do watch these kind of momentous ones like the first episode or the Grady Wedding, I feel like those will the one with us. the music video. That one was entertaining. Oh yeah, murder. Um sound of murder. Yeah, the sound of murder. Malabilis. <laughs> yeah, murder. Bullet- or, I, I think the ones that I sort of think of fondly are the ones with like <laughs> maybe the new york ones with like the creepy
1: doll dancing in the background like things that just sort of like are like why like northern explosion
0: yeah yeah you um, did you gave that one a good score <laughs> yeah D. okay so what was of this episode what was your favorite moment the wallaby okay so, any bit that involved the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I mean, it, this was dark. Like, yeah, know, it was just sad. Like, the son being hunted by loan sharks, and then the dad is trying to help him, and then the dad straight up murders him after murdering someone else. Like, And kidnaps the loan shark. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not great. It's not great. <laughs> Ashley, what
2: about you? Hmm. I'd give it like a like a 5. Okay. Um my fave moment was with the Wallaby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Wallaby stole everybody's heart. <laughs> and the rest of it was so distracting. I was so distracted by like you it making this in, like Australia. Well, should I do a 4? I don't want to be a
0: bully, but I guess the, the like turnabouts fair play because we're always bullying you and to give stuff a higher score it That's just happens true. to be that this really one.
2: <laughs> I mean, okay, fine. I was trying to. I was just trying to be nice. I'll give it a three. Ooh. Oh wow! <laughs> you five, wanted me to be five to real. Three. Wow, wow, wow. Well,
1: I, I mean, it's you know, sort of similar to me. You only really cared about the wallaby, and then
0: everything else was just.
2: <laughs> wow, what I love about I hope you're happy. It, what, I, what I do love about shows that shoot in LA for other countries for other cities is I love watching everything but the actual like acting to see how they're gonna make it look mm-hmm. like that location. Okay. So I was really intrigued by all the Fosters, the wine holder, <laughs> like things like that The Like, I don't know. I just was like really fascinated by all of that. So that's why I said more of like a five, yeah. Um, but I don't need to watch it again. Okay. So. <laughs> A real solid three. It It was a bummer. It was a real
0: bummer. Mm, Okay. Megan, what about you?
1: Yeah, I'm going to give it a five. And at the opening scene with the lawyer, like, rolling down the hill. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was definitely my favorite part. And that's what kind of... not quite, but almost redeemed the episode for me. <laughs> I know. But after that, you were like, wait, is this going to be good? Yeah, <laughs> like, I, no. I was quickly reminded that maybe it's not good. But like, I also, <laughs> it's also just kind of weirdly, like, I hate to say this, but boring. It is. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. Boring. So, yeah, but the opening scene,
2: I was like, okay, hang on. It's boring, and then there's, like, two hangings that we have to see. Yeah, you're right. It's like, you're right. And a rusty nail, and he didn't get a tetanus shot. Yeah, Ugh. it's boring and dark. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. A, a rough combo. You're making it easier for me to say three.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, I'm i going to give this one a four Um, for all the reasons stated. Wait, so
1: you like this better than Murder and F-Sharp? Because- I can't murder an
0: F sharp. Like, this is at least an episode you could like have on in the background and like (laughs) (laughs) be doing other stuff. And F sharp is nuts. Like, and I don't think it's like this one at least has a comprehensive story that goes from A to B. Do you know what I mean? Like, there is a, and there's a nice smooch in it. Yes. Between someone that, you actively dislike and but seems like a very nice girl who needs to get out of this town. But I'll take it. It's like a little romance, okay, like it's really okay. very sweet. But murdered Euchar, sure it's like I I don't you know I don't really like the ones where Jessica's not the main person in it. And mm. at least in this episode, she is. Um,
1: That's true. You're right. I forgot that he, she's not really in that one. Well, and this is the thing with. <laughs> This is the thing with Murder and F
0: Sharp is that not even Dennis is the main character in that. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's the it's this evil guy that I'm like. I'm not watching Murder She Wrote to watch the villain. I want to watch a sassy older person solve a crime. That is what Um, I am here for. And this one is not. It's just. Is this our lowest total average score? Probably. I mean, like. It probably is because there are some where some people have scored it low, but others don't do that, but it's, there's, it tends to be more of a mix. So there's always a couple of mm-hmm. outliers, but it's like, yeah, this is probably the lowest across the board. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like put me on a plane, get me back to Ireland. You, you yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Like, and I just think there was probably a missed opportunity. Cause they do make it quite grim, but then. I don't know. Do you think the Australia Tourism Board was like really hacked off when they saw this episode? <laughs> They're like nobody's going to want to come here if you make it look so <laughs> horrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, good <laughs> question.
0: <laughs> Anyways, did anybody have anything else they wanted to add before we close out? No. Okay. okay. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. And we hope you'll listen again next week.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.